You're listening to SBS News. The media is often called the fourth estate. It refers to an earlier historical division of England's three estates of the realm, the clergy, the nobility and the commoners. It refers to the media's self-appointed task to independently scrutinise and hold to account the bodies of power in a democracy. Today, some are warning the media is losing that capacity. The erosion comes, ironically, from the internet's increased democratisation of mass messaging and the rise in social media, content that consumers are increasingly seeking at no cost. In Australia, compounding that effect are new media ownership laws and government budget cuts. But recent developments have seen some people claiming some media outlets are actually too powerful. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has ordered the Sydney Opera House to display a promotion for a multi-million dollar horse race. That decision followed an extraordinary interview by prominent radio host Alan Jones, with Opera House Chief Executive Louise Heron on his Macquarie radio show. If I were Gladys Berejiklian, I'd pick up the phone and sack you today. What we won't do is put text or videos of horses running or horses' numbers or names or the Everest logo on the Opera House. Why? Not a billboard. Why? Not a billboard. Who said? Who said? You! Who the hell do you... Hang on, Louise, 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 who do you think you are? This incident followed hard on the heels of August's federal Liberal Party leadership spill. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull and his supporters say his ouster as PM was incited, in part, by sections of conservative media, including Mr Jones. But Dr Andrea Carson, an incoming Associate Professor of Journalism at La Trobe University, says the influence of prominent media figures is sometimes overstated. If you look at the 2016 federal election and you look at the uh, seats around Western Sydney, um, particularly looking at some of the front page headlines that the Daily Telegraph had, which were very anti-Labor, um, those seats swung to Labor. So we have to be careful about um, equating how much influence media players such as Alan Jones have on the actual voting public. A far more immediate claim the media is under threat surfaced in the allegations of attempted government interference in the public broadcaster in the ABC's editorial department. Former ABC chairman Justin Milne resigned in September after revelations he asked for the resignation of two senior journalists after prompting from government figures claims he refutes. Dr Carson says both government-funded broadcasters, the ABC and SBS, are vital public assets and their editorial standards must be protected. Where you're able to have uh, an independent news organisation reaching all parts of the country, that's a really important part of having a national dialogue about big issues. The, there needs to be greater um, arm's length between the selection um, process of the board and government and how you enshrine that, whether you put legislation around that, um, is something that needs to be discussed in the parliament. Funding allocations for the ABC and SBS have also dropped off in recent years, with successive coalition federal budgets cutting or freezing funding. There's also growing momentum for a push to privatise or merge the public broadcasters to save taxpayer money. Labor has vowed to protect the ABC and SBS from privatisation and has pledged $83.7 million to reverse the budget cuts if it wins next year's federal election. 
The Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance, Australia's most prominent media union, warns against making major changes to the public broadcasters. And spokeswoman Caitlin McInerney says Australians from all around the country rely on the public broadcasters' impartiality. Media organisations, particularly in the private sphere, they've largely abandoned investing in their product and have resorted to seemingly never-ending cost-cutting to deliver uh, dividends for shareholders. At the same time that our industry and its established business models have been under attack, the journalism that exists across an enormous geographic spread costs a lot of money to produce. And if it was privatised, that is a very concerning prospect. Former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd is calling for a royal commission into the abuse of media power in pursuit of personal gain. He's also suggested an inquiry to examine media ownership models amid a potential takeover of Fairfax by the Nine Network. The takeover, facilitated by the passing of new media ownership laws by the Turnbull government in 2017, has renewed debate over media diversity. Worried parties say concentrated media ownership means newer voices and issues are less likely to be heard or covered. But would a Nine-Fairfax merger boost the resources available to both organisations, or should it ring alarm bells? Dr Dennis Muller, a senior research fellow in the Centre for Advancing Journalism at the University of Melbourne, says it's the latter. I don't see any advantage for the Australian community out of this because it, it really means that we're now down to three main media voices in Australia. There's the ABC there's News Corporation and there's the Nine organisation. So it's really extremely concentrated, more so even than it's been in the past. Dr Muller says the proposed takeover would especially hurt regional publications and broadcasters, which could lose their ability to scrutinise local issues. Fairfax regional papers, they own a lot of regional papers. Channel Nine have said right at the start they don't see the local papers as being part of the future. So... What will happen to them, we don't know. Their future is very much up in the air. Also in the mix, media organisations everywhere are facing an increasing lack of trust, brought on by the capacity for so-called fake news to spread and for things that aren't fake news to be labelled as such. A study earlier this year found trust in Australian media is at a record low 31%. But Dr Andrea Carson says she expects that number to rise again soon. You need to be able to demonstrate to your audience uh, the lengths that journalists have gone to to verify information. Uh, and I think we'll start to see more organisations that really care about the quality of the information they're presenting show more transparently the verification processes that they've been through. Evan Young, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka. 